Welcome to ABA Ultimate Showdown, a podcast promoting constructive, respectful, and professional discourse to advance the field of behavior analysis. We are going to use this introductory episode to discuss three main topics, the inception of this podcast, the general format that will be used for each debate, and how we hope this podcast will influence behavior analysis as a field. So I came up with the idea for this podcast last summer and fall. As a relatively new behavior analyst, I was on extended maternity leave from my public school special education position and started working for Grand Behavior Services at the Jersey Shore as a BCBA. During the summer of 2018, my new colleagues and I really were enjoying discussing all topics behavior analysis. My colleagues told me about people arguing at conferences and of professionals interrupting each other during presentations when divisive topics in our field were covered. I thought it was fascinating and exciting that professionals in ABA care so passionately about topics that they would get into vocal arguments defending their sides. I also started joining and enjoying more social media groups centered around ABA. I witnessed debates on important topics on that influential but limited platform. So, you know, the behavior analyst in me, I started looking for commonalities among the kinds of dissension I was hearing about, and I actually found several. First, the arguments are unstructured. This provides an imbalance of power in the debate, with one side having the potential to dominate the other. On social media specifically, the platform relies on both parties being able to access their devices regularly. Debates could take place over days due to varying work and personal schedules. With a vast amount of social media users being able to contribute either relevant or irrelevant input, the debate can easily lose its focus. Second, sides have varying degrees of preparedness. The ability to retain information varies greatly from person to person. When one side is unprepared, the debate does not hold much value, as the other side will quickly and easily dominate the discussion. Third, there is an over-reliance on personality, opinion, and experience. While these components are invaluable during a debate, an over-reliance on them with little reference to evidence-based research leads to invalid points. In the Behavioral Observations podcast, Session 63, Chuck Murbitz outlines how, quote, theoretical differences are all involved with personality differences, end quote, and how that shapes how a claim is viewed. People tend to support the better communicator over the research. Fourth, many of the people who engage in these debates become emotional. Passion in debates influence the audience, but anger or frustration tend to mar the point. The fifth commonality in the dissension I was seeing is that at universities, many professors strive to maintain impartiality. However, they sometimes slant towards one viewpoint, either intentionally or unintentionally. While it's pretty clear that people outside of ABA have varying opinions on our methods and fundamental tenets, we suspect that this internal conflict is more than a current trend. We assume that internal divisiveness has existed since shortly after the development of behavior analysis. We see great value in healthy debate. However, I think we can all agree that we want our field to rise above backroom arguments and public shaming. I started realizing that behavior analysis doesn't really have an appropriate forum for people to debate important topics in a constructive, respectful way. The idea for debate on a podcast came about in the fall of 2018. Many of us are hooked on several ABA-related podcasts, including ABA Inside Track and Behavioral Observations. I also personally enjoy Intelligence Squared, an NPR-sponsored podcast showcasing debates of current societal trends.
Many professionals in our field are often driving to multiple clients in a day, and podcasts really make for productive commutes. I love them. We thought that a formalized debate format was perfect for our target audience, professionals and students in the field of behavior analysis. In a world where it is becoming more and more difficult to identify unbiased statements, we want to provide listeners with a clearly stated topic that is explained and supported by well-researched input from opposing viewpoints. One of our goals is to ensure that those studying and practicing behavior analysis are well-informed and can address varying points of view on a single topic in an educated manner. It is difficult to argue a point if you really have no understanding of the counterpoint. As a team, the individuals on this podcast come from varying backgrounds and all work in the field of behavior analysis. We consist of BCBAs, business owners, former teachers, current students, and behavior therapists. While we are not experts on the topics we discuss, we consider ourselves lifelong learners always looking to gain more knowledge. We plan on researching every topic we debate by selecting relevant peer-reviewed journal articles on both sides of the debate. We will construct arguments for both sides to present the audience a comprehensive and balanced view of two different sides of a controversial topic. And, just as an aside, we would welcome anyone to join us to debate a topic in their area of expertise, so just send over an email. The second topic we're going to go over is the format of our debates. We looked into various formats to run our debates and also consulted with the National Speech and Debate Association. We focused on an academic debate style in which both sides present viewpoints and evidence systematically. We decided to blend components of three different formats, Lincoln-Douglas debate, public forum debate, and Oxford-style debate. Since speech and debate is not a field that frequently overlaps with behavior analysis, I want to provide a brief history of each format to give context, and honestly because I really love knowing the historical backdrops under how these formats came into existence. The first is Lincoln-Douglas-style debates, also known as LD, and really used primarily in secondary education. Originating from the 1858 Illinois Senate race, when Abraham Lincoln debated Stephen Douglas on the issue of slavery, the Lincoln-Douglas style of debate identifies a predetermined, value-based resolution with one affirmative debater and one negative debater. The highly structured format of this debate is kind of difficult to interpret for those not familiar with it, presenting challenges for future guests to prep for the format's rigid structure. However, we did utilize the one-on-one setup from the Lincoln-Douglas debate. The second is the public forum debate format. This style was developed by the National Speech and Debate Association, or NSDA, in 2002 as a more publicly accessible debate. It is widely used in high school debates. It includes an affirmative side and a negative side, each with two people, debating a resolution set forth by the NSDA every month. A coin flip allows the winning side to choose either a pro-con side or the speaker order, who goes first. Each speaker speaks twice, one four and one two-minute speech, and participates in two questioning segments called Crossfire. Public forum debate includes a judge who scores speakers off of a preset rubric. We utilize the coin flip and crossfire questioning segments from the public forum debate format. I became aware of the final format, the Oxford-style debate, after listening to the Intelligence Squared podcast run by National Public Radio. This format includes one side proposing and the other side opposing a concise motion. 
Each side has two speakers that each speak for seven minutes, all engage in an audience Q&A, and then each give two-minute closing arguments. Instead of judges, the audience actually decides the winner by voting before and after the debate. Whichever side has changed more minds, according to the percentage of votes, wins. We utilized the concise motion, audience Q&A, and the larger role of the moderator from the Oxford-style debate. Check out our show notes for links that will give you more information on each debate style. In combining elements of these styles for this podcast, we arrived at a modified format. In our general format, each debater speaks for three uninterrupted segments and two interactive question and answer segments that we are also calling Crossfire. On ABA Ultimate Showdown, we will begin with a clearly stated motion that is behavior analytic in nature. One debater will represent the pro or affirmative side of the motion, and one debater will represent the con or negative side of the motion. The NSDA writes that, quote, without a clear understanding of a topic's key terms, we will not know what either side needs to prove over the course of the debate, end quote. A moderator will define any relevant terms to ensure that the debate is focused on the motion and not parsing words. If necessary, a precursor episode will give a topic analysis if more detail is required. Our first several episodes will be scripted, but will include a coin toss to determine speaking order. The winner can choose whether or not to speak first. If they choose to speak first, they would begin all three remark segments and the first crossfire segment. The structure will consist of the following modified debate style. The first segment is a pro and con opening remarks that are approximately four minutes in length. Segment two, a three-minute crossfire questioning period in which the debaters can ask questions of each other. Segment three, rebuttal speeches by each side that are approximately four minutes in length. Segment four, a second three-minute crossfire questioning period in which the moderator or audience can ask questions of each debater. And segment five, summary and final focus speeches that are approximately two minutes in length. Each debater will have equal structured speaking time. In the crossfire questioning periods, both debaters will have equal access to the floor, but the first question will be asked to the debater who just finished speaking. Debaters will have access to a visual timer that is operated by the moderator and be given a visual notification when 30 seconds remain for their remarks. If debaters go over their time, time will be added to the other side. Times may vary depending on the context of the debate. For example, the time would be altered depending on time constraints of a conference. Our final and most important modification is that there is no winner and there is no loser in our debates. Our intention is to present a different point of view of a controversial topic that you may not have previously considered. We really want to disseminate the science in a constructive way by sharing knowledge and respect. We purposefully removed the term argument from all descriptions of our podcast format in order to illustrate the importance of understanding and ongoing dialogue. As outlined in a guide to public forum debates from the University of Vermont's debate webpage, we plan for our debates to display solid logic, lucid reasoning, and a thorough depth of analysis. We hope debaters will communicate ideas with clarity, organization, eloquence, and professional decorum. We aim for our debates to uphold the standards of conduct for debates presented by the National Institute for Civil Discourse. Links to these resources can be found in our show notes. We also want to reiterate that we are in no way experts on any topic we discuss. 
We have attempted to digest as much research as possible and relay the sides as accurately as we can. Our intention is to open the floor for dialogue among our community, not to present ourselves as experts. However, again, we would welcome any experts onto the podcast to have a more thorough debate. The final topic we want to cover is how we hope ABA Ultimate Showdown will influence our field. In episode 77 of the Behavioral Observations podcast, Matt Sicoria moderated as Pat Fryman fielded a question from Miguel Avia. When listening to this podcast episode, the implementation of ABI Ultimate Showdown was already well underway, and I found the conversation to be so poignant to our purpose in creating this podcast. I did my best to synthesize the outcome of this discussion and hope it stays true to the points each person was making. Quote, the widespread dissemination of behavior analysis could change the quality of life for human beings on this planet. Our field is trying to show the world that there is a better way of doing things that will make us a little more understanding, a little more compassionate, and a little more merciful. It's not just about gathering people from your own community and your own camp. All the different tribes have value, but just produce the value in a different way. Let's stop wasting valuable time trying to prove our own points of view. Our field should work at becoming more purpose-driven, and it may help with a lot of conflict. If our field could focus on distal concerns, like what we are ultimately trying to accomplish, as opposed to more proximal concerns, some of the conflict, some of the dissension, some of the disunity will disappear. We in behavior analysis are a small group, and we are all up to some really important stuff, and we are all doing it in our own way. All of our work flows to one central focus, the same purpose that we all share. We are all striving to make the world a better place, especially for people less fortunate than ourselves. Be ambassadorial and set an an example that we can all live up to. Realize that someone you disagree with in the field is up to something much, much greater. End quote. We want ABA Ultimate Showdown to achieve several goals in advancing the science of behavior analysis. The first is to advance a deeper knowledge about critical topics in our field through research presented from multiple perspectives. The second, encourage respectful conversations among professionals in both formal and informal settings. The third, promote civility and an understanding of perspectives that differ from your own. The fourth and final goal is to model a user-friendly format to showcase varying points of view for the education of future behavior analysts and for those who organize conferences. In developing these goals, we blended the mission of other podcasts we enjoy, like Intelligence Squared, with our own specific objectives. The NSDA website highlights this relevant quote, Discussion dilutes division. If we just stick to our very own opinions, then we're not being exposed to other people's ideas. End quote. We want to encourage discussion that unifies us instead of dividing us. 2019 marks B.F. Skinner's 115th birthday. Hopefully this podcast honors his memory and promotes constructive, respectful, and professional discourse to advance the field of behavior analysis. If you have ideas or topics for future debate, have respectful suggestions on ways we can improve this podcast, or if you are interested in being a guest debater, please email showdown at gramhavior.com. That's gram like the cracker. If you have enjoyed what you heard and found your aha moment, please subscribe to our podcast. Visit our website at grambehaviorservices.com slash showdown. 
like Graham Behavior Services on Facebook and Twitter, and visit our YouTube channel to be alerted when new episodes are out. We also really appreciate a thoughtful review on the platform that you listen to us. Finally, we ask our audience two things. One, be respectful and thoughtful when you respond to other people and their ideas. Remember that everyone has a unique learning history that has brought them to this moment. It will make you a better person and further promote behavior analysis. And two, go forth and deliver good ABA. This podcast has been brought to you by Graham Behavior Services, providing quality, comprehensive, evidence-based therapy to individuals with any behavior challenges or an autism spectrum disorder to create effective behavior change in themselves while empowering their families to help them pursue productive, purposeful, and fulfilling lives. Graham Behavior Services, professional, supportive, optimistic, proactive, compassionate, scientific, and trustworthy.